Welcome to A Dying Podcast. My name is Nils, as you might be able to tell from my voice. It's in the middle of the night. <laughs> I'm recording this from the Spirit of Winter shamanic retreat that I'm hosting together with Rudayamle in um, the far north of the far north, up among the mountains in the winter. And um, it's now... 6.54 a.m. in the morning on our fifth day of being up here. We're a group of 13 men from all over the world doing this work together and I'm honored to be hosting together with Huda this deep work on ourselves and on each other that we're doing. And I thought I'd take this opportunity to give you guys a sort of a field report Obviously, I won't mention any names. I won't talk about what anyone beyond myself is going through up here. Because it's important to honor the work and the vulnerability that these men are showing for themselves and each other by doing the work up here, the deep personal inner work. So as always, I haven't planned this episode. We'll see where it goes. Hopefully you can hear me okay. I have this new microphone that Rebecca, my producer, is, you know, pointing out for me in a loving way that it's perhaps not a perfect microphone, but this is what we have. It's easier to travel with. So this is what we're doing. The reason why I haven't recorded many episodes in the past month, it's been the longest break of this podcast so far. Uh, the reason for that is simply that a lot of things have been happening in the world of wisdom project, in my personal life, in my shamanic work, in my coaching work, sound healing work. All of these things have been developing intensely over the past a month or so and um, simply hasn't left any room for me to record anything. But here I am with a morning voice <laughs> back for you to potentially enjoy or not. It's up to you. So uh, the work that we're doing up here is in a way it's hard to describe because it's evolving by itself. And naturally I would say it's emerging. That is my experience. Uh, we are combining different methods to do a holistic work, basically use a holistic approach towards inner work, which entails both your mind, your soul, your body, all of it at once. And we sort of flow around between these exercises where we work on different aspects of ourselves from within, with each other. Sometimes it's bodily fo focused, sometimes it's thought focused or emotionally focused, but we use a combination of, of modern day coaching techniques. We use a lot of breath work and we use a lot of shamanic practices and techniques. We work a lot with music and sound, touch, basically all our senses and all that we have our ha at hand in our environment to, um, to work. And I'm recording this episode because I've been up for probably two, two and a half hours. I woke up in the middle of the night and um, um, my body woke me up to do some healing, apparently. So I went into spasm, kundalini energy, a lot of thought process, a lot of emotional releases. Um, and I've been working on my lower chakras, my sexual energy, and a lot of 
guilt and shame connected to to that to to sex sexual fantasies relationships all of these things that i've been building up for most of my entire life as as long as i've been a sexual being at least and now it's finally starting to release which i'm deeply grateful for and um yeah, there are a few things that might be worth mentioning and might be interesting uh, for someone who hasn't gone through this experience to hear. Uh, so one thing that's is evidently clear is that the intelligence of the body exceeds the intelligence of the mind. And I've been touching upon that on, on this podcast previously. So obviously since the brain is a part of the body, the intelligence of the entire body must be greater than the intelligence of the brain. And that is truly my experience because my body is doing the work without me consciously understanding what it is doing and why I sort of understand it as it goes or afterwards, or sometimes not at all. Uh, but it holds this immense intelligence. It knows how to heal itself. And that's what it's been doing um, with me for the past couple of hours. And some insights have just been landing and coming to me as downloads and I'm here to share them as well. So in a previous episode, I've talked about the key, the key to your life, the key to your moment. And I had the beautiful opportunity last night to host a meditation based on this, which has now been refined and in my mind improved. Uh, so rather than talking about the key, I prefer now talking about four keys, four different keys to your moment. So I'll uh, just spontaneously now take you into that meditation, if you'd like. So if you're not up for a, a meditation, feel free to quit this episode, fast forward, whatever you want to do. But if you have the opportunity now to find a moment for yourself and do a simple meditation, I invite you to do that. So stand or sit or lie down, it's all up to you. I invite you to close your eyes and simply sense your body. Where are you? Feel yourself connecting to your body, but also the environment around you, the ground or the floor. Feel yourself sink into it. Just be still. Now with your eyes closed, using your inner eyes, I invite you to visualize four keys hanging in front of you. Four keys. These keys are your keys. You decide what they look like. Do they all look the same? Do they look different? What size are they? What color? What material are they made of? Just envision these four keys hanging in the void in front of you, knowing they are your keys. They are the four keys to your moment, to this moment, to any moment, to every moment. Now I'd like you to focus on the first key, the one furthest to the left. And in any way you like, I invite you to grab that key. You can use your body, 
your mind, whatever comes to you, grab that key and feel it, feel the weight of it. So the first key is the key of acceptance. It unlocks the first part, the first aspect of your moment, of this moment. So use this key, unlock the first lock of your moment, the lock to reach your full potential. You do this through acceptance. Simply accept what is, whatever is happening, whatever is there right now, accept it, even for just a moment. It's just one moment, right? You might have found it hard to accept whatever is going on previously, but this is just one moment. You can spare one moment of your life to go into full acceptance. Accept what is. What emotions do you feel within you? What is happening around you? In your brain, in your body, your heart, in your surrounding environment? Accept it all. Just let it be. Don't try to change anything at all. Just for a moment, try not to change anything at all. Now, for the second key, I invite you to grab it and use it to unlock the second aspect of your moment, this moment, any moment, every moment. The second key is the key of presence. Use your senses to simply notice, simply notice what you're picking up. What are you sensing? What do you hear? What do you see? What do you feel? What do you smell? What do you taste? What other notions do you have? Now for the third key. Once you're in a space of acceptance and presence, purely noticing what is, grab the third key. Feel the weight of it. It's your key. Use it to unlock your moment. And you unlock the third lock with your third key through gratitude. The third key is the key of gratitude. So what are you grateful for in this very moment? Whatever comes to you, what are you grateful for? Express that gratitude in your own way. Notice it, feel it. Where does it sit in your body? How does it feel to just allow that gratitude to be there? To fill your moment. Now for the fourth and last key. To unlock your moment, this moment, any moment, every moment. From a space of acceptance, presence, 
gratitude, I invite you to grab your fourth key and unlock the last aspect of your moment. The fourth key is the key of love. Invite love into this moment. What do you love in this moment? Whatever comes to mind. How can you bring just a little bit more love into this moment? Love for this moment. Love for yourself. Love for anyone who is around you right now in the same space. Love for everyone you love who isn't there right now. Love for all people, all of humanity. We're all the same. Love for this, for this planet, this planet that is our home. Just add a little bit of extra love in this moment for our home. Love for source, the universe, God, absolute truth, whatever you call it. Just add a little bit of extra love in this moment for that as well. And that's it. Those are the four keys to your moment. And as you practice these, you can use them in all of your moments as a meditation, as a mantra. You can do it quickly. You can spend 10 minutes or an hour on it. It's all up to you. Whatever you do is the right thing to do. So thank you for allowing me to share that as well. And another insight that also builds on things I've spoken about previously. And it's, it's connected to the core of existence, to what is. If you've listened to previous episodes, you might have heard me speak about this. But I wanted to add a layer to it. So the core of this insight is about the oneness of everything. We usually say everything is one. And in a sense, that is very, very true. But to me, what seems even more true is that everything is nothing and everything is everything. Because one sort of needs something else for, for it to be one. One has a border, a boundary. There's something that is not one when everything is one. Nothing must be there for something to be one. So the traits of nothing and everything are the same. Everything is everything. There can't be anything outside of everything because that would have to be included in everything for everything to be everything, right? So everything is virtually infinite. It is infinite. It has no borders. It never, never stops. It goes on forever. That is the basic foundation of everything. And exactly the same is true for nothing. There's nothing. You can't have something in there. 
because then it wouldn't be nothing. So both nothing and everything are infinite, omnipresent, the totality of it all. And that's the core of things, the core of truth, is that all this is, all this is, existence, life, the universe, whatever you want to call it, is nothing and everything. Simultaneously, at the very same time. Unbound by duality. Duality is only this experience. Good and bad, night and day, light and dark, past and future. It's the foundation for the experience of life and death. And we need that duality for anything to exist, anything to be experienced. Both sides, both dualities are equally important, equally beautiful. The pain and the joy, they need each other. They rest on each other. Can't have one without the other. And the additional insight that I was given tonight came partly through something that a friend of mine at this retreat spoke of earlier. I'm not going to share his name, but he knows who he is. He is a credibility to him. He spoke about mathematics and when, you know, in an equation, something equals something else. That sign of equal can be, you know, seen as the core of everything. That thing in between the dualities, when something is the same as something else. And in, in the duality from a philosophical point of view, or a human point of view, one such example is that love and sadness is exactly, exactly the same thing. It's just, it's all love, <laughs> just expressed in different ways. It's different sides of the same coin. And since nothing and everything also shares that trait, right? It's, it's the same thing. You can actually go into your own life in this wordplay we're constantly doing among each other and with ourselves and in our minds. We're using these made-up words to communicate, to describe what we're experiencing and to jointly figure out existence, learn from each other. And sometimes we tend to say things like, everything sucks, you know, nothing works, <laughs> nothing is going my way, everything is terrible, everything is lost, <laughs> you know, when we're in our most challenging moments, those are the types of words that sometimes appear. And then the simple insight is that everything and nothing is the same. So you can simply replace those words in the same sentence. When everything sucks, nothing sucks. When nothing is going your way, everything is going your way. When you need nothing, you need everything. When you feel nothing, you feel everything. 
Everything's great. Nothing is great. Everything is terrible. Nothing is terrible. As you see, you can go on forever like this. So my invitation to you is that whenever a sentence like that takes shape in your mind, maybe even comes out through your mouth, or through your hands, typing or writing, simply practice writing that sentence again, but replacing the word everything becomes nothing, nothing becomes everything. Well, friends, I think that's it for this early morning sharing from the Spirit of Winter Retreat in the far north of Lapland. As always, it's an honor to live in a time where I can share my voice on the internet like this, but it's even more an honor that you've been listening, that you're part of my experience of this life, you're part of my journey, and I'm grateful to play this tiny little part in your journey as well. My intention is to record more often again, but everything emerges as it should. So we'll see what happens. That's part of the curiosity. What happens on the next page of this story? The story you're reading right now, the story of you, the story I'm reading right now, the story of me, and how these stories are intertwined in this very moment as you're listening to this. Life is just a storybook. It's always there, it's not bound by time. It's just that when consciousness is reading the story of Nils, it experiences being Nils, living the life of Nils. When it's not reading it, well, Nils is not experiencing being alive. It doesn't mean that Nils isn't there or that the story isn't there. The book is still there, unbound by time. And once this realization comes to you, life becomes a story, a storybook. And what is it that's so amazing about a story? Well, feeds your curiosity, makes you curious. What's on the next page? What's going to happen in the next chapter? Who is this new character that just entered the story? What is this going to lead to, this challenge? In previous episodes, I've also spoken about the hero's journey, these 12 steps that we use to tell stories, but it also perfectly describes life and how it's perfectly designed in the perfect way. Because a good story can't be flat, can't be just, you know, nothing happens, everything is perfect. You need the flow, you need the challenges, you need to at times doubt if everything's gonna turn out fine in the end, you know, a happy ending. <laughs> And it always does. There's no other way. But we want it to be like that. We want the challenges. We want the friction. We want the worry. We want the anxiety, the grief, the anger, the rage, the frustration, the sadness, the depression. We want all of it. Because when you zoom out, that becomes a beautiful story. The totality of it. Because at the end, we will release it. We will surrender to the end. We'll close that book. And that was that. It's always there. Always present. And it was a beautiful read. 
So life is a story as much as it is music. That I know I've also shared previously, but since it ties us into this, I have to share it again. A good song is not one note. It's the flow. It's flowing. Expresses all of the emotions, takes you on a, an emotional journey. You feel the sadness, you feel the joy, you dance, you cry, you feel the music, just like you feel life. That's good music. That's a good life. When you feel all of it, the entire emotional spectrum, all of the emotions, that is life lived to its fullest. And now this episode <laughs> is over. Thank you again for listening. Feel free to reach out. And why not do some promotion? <laughs> so feel free to join the World of Wisdom movement if you feel inclined to work on challenges, your own challenges or local challenges in your community or global challenges. Feel free to join that community and that emerging beautiful community of people and emotions and initiatives and projects and this network that it's becoming. So you can join that at worldofwisdom.io If you're interested in doing inner work, I'd be happy to recommend people to help you. And I'd also be happy to help you myself. Um, I'm shifting everything in my career to be of service and help myself and help others live a true life. So I'll, I do that through coaching and sound healing and shamanic work and a lot of these practices, trying to have a holistic approach that that is my medicine. We're all just here to share our medicine, right? So I'm doing my best to share mine. So if you feel like you want to do some work, you can reach out to me as well. Um, as an individual, as an organization, I'm going to be working with both. I'm also not going to be working just by myself. I'm working or will be working with a lot of other beautiful people and healers and wise individuals trying to mix it up and offer what the world needs from my little tiny vantage point in this existence. So you can go to nilsfonheine.com where you won't find much information at the time of this recording, but at least you'll find um, a way to reach me. And I'd be happy to tell you about what I do and how I do it. And to reach out doesn't cost anything uh, to get, you know, initial counseling and have that first conversation doesn't cost anything. And once we do the work, you'll get a full refund if you feel it didn't give you what you needed. Because that's the true way to do business. You only should only pay for value. So that said, once again, <laughs> enjoy your day, own your moment, it's only yours, it's for you to enjoy fully. Hopefully you'll hear me next week, bye bye. <laughs>